Bill Pullman goes to Haiti. Today I'm talking about the serpent and the rainbow. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about The Serpent and the Rainbow, which is kind of a forgotten but still celebrated uh, Wes Craven movie, and finally got a chance to see it recently, and uh, yeah, thought I'd give my thoughts on it. So without further ado, let's get started. When you think of Wes Craven, you probably think of The Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, I Spit on Your Grave, or The Hills Have Eyes. Movies so influential and successful that they spawned sequels, remakes, and a parade of imitators. However, from 1988 to 1991, Craven put out a bunch of movies that were different. They were still horror movies, but off the beaten path from his usual sensibilities. The People Under the Stairs tackled racism, Shocker is a weird blend of slasher and ghost story, and we have today's movie, an attempt to bring aspects of Haitian voodoo into the mainstream. Taking place in 1978, Bill Pullman plays Dennis Allen, an anthropologist who's been asked to visit Haiti to investigate a drug that can turn people into zombies. But after he arrives, Allen is quickly caught up in a struggle between Haiti's ongoing revolution and new powers he has yet to understand. The Serpent and the Rainbow is best enjoyed as a fascination in film history versus a straight horror movie partially because it's a late 80s horror movie with voodoo as a major tenant, and also because it's not structured like a normal horror movie. Instead, it's more like a spookier, more mystery, less action-oriented Indiana Jones movie, with Alan as our ignorant but curious party navigating local beliefs, religion, and politics all at once, and trying to get what he wants and get out alive. And it's a mixed bag. Not due, to, not due to any major faults in structure, but mostly due to time and sensibilities. For instance, it is nice that a film portrays the Haitian people as understandably skeptical of Alan and treats voodoo as a genuinely powerful practice that needs to be understood and respected. Alan's allies all treat this power with respect, and the corrupt political leaders demonstrate their moral failings by misusing its powers. At the same time, this is also a story about a white man working for a pharmaceutical company to take their traditional herbal remedy and mass-produce it, something that's portrayed as entirely reasonable and the right thing to do for mankind. It's a very white man's burden. And that's before we get into the reasons why Haitian politics were and are this messed up. Hint, hint, it's America. So how is this the movie otherwise? As a thriller, it's not bad. Pullman's Allen is the right amount of brash and clever, while still being ignorant or foolish enough not to take hints or get himself into trouble. The movie's most effective scenes are when Allen is out of his element or going up against people and forces he can't control. It's much more grounded and realistic in feel than you might expect from a Wes Craven movie that hints at the supernatural. The movie does a great job of making Allen and the audience feel like they're being watched 24-7. It's also fascinating to watch Russ Craven get more surreal and psychedelic during Alan's drug-induced hallucinations or dream sequences, or handling things like a torture sequence with inferred violence versus shown violence. The verdict is it's an interesting one-off. Though definitely a product of its era, The Serpent and the Rainbow is an interesting departure in Wes Craven's filmography. 6 out of 10.
This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.